0: Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. This is the Silk Made Podcast. I am host one of two, Paxton Kluge, and I am joined today with Dawson Doyen, host two of two. And Dawson, today we have a, a wonderful
1: guest. Who do we have with us today? We have with us today uh, the, the intro for the second time and uh, Miss Jeanette Headache. Do you go by your married name as Jeanette well? Jeanette headache waltz she is from yes clap clap everybody clap thank you uh she's from the student success center she helps with registration and things like that so she's here to talk to us about
0: registration and things yeah so can you kind of just walk us through what is what what do you do for us at bh so the student success
2: center is really um The purpose is to help you, um, as you would imagine, be successful as students. Um, And that is a multi-tiered endeavor. So we're not just talking about success in the classroom. We're talking about success um, in your personal life as you transition into, through, and out of college and then success as you move into your career. Um, and so this, the Student Success Center uh, it has a number of um, programs that are geared toward that. So we have um, advisors, obviously, are, are housed in the Student Success Center, and professional advisors are meant to be sort of your guide through uh, your entire time as a student. So from the time you arrive until the time you walk across the graduation stage, your advisor is meant to help you um, with whatever challenges come your way. Um, We also run tutoring through our office. So we have tutoring in um, a number of the sciences um, as well as some intro level business classes. Um, psychology. Some of those classes where um, freshmen in particular um, maybe have had a little bit of trouble getting through in the past. And so we are trying to help them um, successfully navigate those courses the first time that they take them. Um, the third thing that we do is run the Jacket Hub program. So Jacket Hub is an early alert system. Um, And what that means is it helps faculty um, create a communication bridge with the student and also with the people in the student support network. And that would be people like their advisor, um, their coach, their hall director, or their um, residence hall staff, people who can assist if something is going wrong um, or cheer them on if something is going really right. And then um, in the Student Success Center, there is also the Career Center, um, which Mr. Jin Kim um, is kind of in charge of. Um, And those, the Student Success Center, the advising part and the career part, that kind of goes hand in hand, um, both when you're kind of learning about what do I want to major in, but then also as you're transitioning out and making decisions about career, career options and how do you really build your resume and and create a good um, a good path towards success in your career
0: right and that, that can look a lot of different ways right For for different students absolutely um, i guess my question for you is when you say advisor, there's differences between your advisors and then academic advisors specifically for your majors, right?
2: Well, yes, for those students who are juniors and seniors, uh, you may have an academic advisor in your major um, who's a professor. Um, for those students who are um, freshmen and sophomores who started after um Or have less than 60 credits as of January 2022, uh, those folks will be with the advisors, uh, the professional advisors in the Student Success Center from the time they start until the time they finish. Gotcha. So, and really, your advisor, you know, as you transition into um, college, your advisor's role is to kind of help you um, determine your major. And figure out what it is that you're going to do with your outside of class time um, that's going to enhance your inside of class time, right? Um, and then as you're transitioning through, you maybe have stuff come up, um, so um, you have a death in the family, or or um, you know trouble with a roommate, or um, you get sick or hurt yourself um, those are all things that an advisor can help with Um, and then of course as you transition out um, as well so faculty advisors um the the university is switching to a professional advising model which means that um students will have a professional advisor all the way through and then you'll have a faculty mentor assigned to you um, at some point when you're kind of solid in your major um, and you know kind of what you want to do, and that person is your person in the major, like they can really help you dig dig deeper into the content area, do some research together, maybe, um, and really be that sort of um, guide as you're moving into the professional
0: field. Gotcha. Yeah, and the reason I say this because that's what I I had. Right. So, and it was uh, I've learned something today as well. So that's yeah. very cool.
1: Yeah, I mean that I never quite knew the the differences between the two either. I think I was up until this point like not understanding the difference at all because I have. I mean, being a history ed major, I um, have Dr. Wyant as my um, my career. Uh-huh. Uh, advisor in the content field faculty advisor and yeah he we work um very closely together
2: well Um, and and you are about to graduate too right and so you guys have been doing that sort of what we were we what we were doing in the old model and that totally makes sense um the purpose of the new model is to let um faculty Really do what they are good at and what they're passionate about, mm. which is not necessarily like helping you schedule your classes. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's kind of there. There's a little. It's a little bit. That part can be a little bit like tedious and a little bit, you know, prescribed. Whereas, um, as if a faculty member can get to know you really well and understand what you are interested in and passionate about. Um, they can really help you dig into that content which is great
0: very cool very cool um now you have a new location right you're in the the library how is that
2: it's so fancy
0: do you like it in there? <laughs> yeah. it's so fancy is it
2: not fancy have you oh been it's, there? it's
0: beautiful yeah i like it a lot
2: good good yes it's um we're when you enter the main entrance doors in the front we're just on the right, immediately on the right. And the check in desk is kind of right in front of you on the right. Um, and um, yeah, all the advisors are there in nice, you know, beautiful, comfortable offices, good place to sit down and have a chat. So yeah, it's really, it's a really great space.
0: So if students have, if they'd like to come talk to you, do they either need to make an appointment or? walk-ins welcome what what would you prefer as an advisor
2: so walk-ins are always welcome but you might not get to see your advisor right away if you walk in because a lot of students are making appointments which we really appreciate right in um in jacket hub if you're assigned to an advisor you can go into jacket hub choose advising as the subcategory and make an appointment and jacket hub is smart enough that it actually eliminates the times that you're in class um, and the times that we're busy on our calendars. So it'll only show you open times for you and us both.
0: Very cool. Uh, yeah. OK.
1: I know you mentioned the the kind of the registration date for some of the uh, for some students, like as it stands right now, like January 2022 or whatever. <laughs> um, but like what is like the registration like date coming up, like, or the, cycle. like the, the cycle. Yeah,
2: sure. Um, so we are always registering one year ahead. So literally on Friday, November 11th was the last day that like current students um, would have a new registration for fall 2023 date. So we started. Um, on October 24th with that. And then it ran through November 11th. So now all students, registration is open for all students for fall 2023. So if you haven't registered for spring yet, you're super late and classes are super full. Um, And so you need to get on that immediately. Um, But if you haven't registered for fall 2023 yet, you should be making an appointment with your advisor to do that because Again, our calendars at this time of the year, um, our calendars tend to be about um, two weeks out for registration appointments. Um, and so that's, that's how far out students are scheduling. Um, so people are really getting on it and you wanna be one of those people so that A, you don't have um, classes fill up on you, but B, this is something that students don't know all the time. Um, the, the upper level folks who schedule the classes start looking at whether classes are filling um, as early as January for next fall and start to make decisions about which classes should be canceled. And so if you and a number of your psychology friends for example or history friends um don't register for an upper level they might think like oh it looks like this class isn't going to make because the board of regents requires that there's at least 10 students in a class in order for it to make and if it's not making they'll cancel it right and and that is a bummer when a class that you need gets canceled
0: it is a huge bummer i've had that email really multiple times. Yes, I've had wow. like two or three ca- class cancellations. And I'm like, Oh, I really wanted to know more about, uh, you know, um, psych of religion, or yeah. those things that, because yeah. in your degree, well, specifically for psych students, you need to have diversity areas, um, which typically, they're very specialized areas, Great. that if I think they're super interesting, but if nine other people don't, then it's out of there, and then you get uh, you get to play um, kind of like Jenga or put together a puzzle. Of okay, cool. Well, I had this initial plan. Now it might not work. Uh, what what can I fill here? So yeah, and you can. That's why we recommend you go and see your advisor because they're that's their job is to help you put your puzzle pieces together. Thank so
2: you know, Jenga is the perfect um, perfect way to think about that. Because when we're grad planning with students, that is literally what we're doing. We're trying to figure out, okay, you've got to take all these classes. And for many, um, many, many, many majors, history and psychology included, um, we don't offer those classes even every year in some cases. Sometimes it's every two years. Dawson, I'm sure that you had the experience where we kind of sit down and say like well if you'd like to take the world wars it's going to be an odd spring so yep. you better get yep. yourself into that and then we kind of map that out it's like
1: yeah it's just like plugging and playing right every registration right. session basically. right it's like you have this uh you need this but it's not offered until this time so we're going to put off this one and focus on this one so it's just a bunch of like it's like you ever see that picture of Charlie day with the, with the pin board uh-huh. and you has yes. got all the pins yep. yeah. and the, the strings <laughs> going everywhere. That's like, what registration yeah. is that's in right, some yeah. cases. I yeah. think <laughs> it looks like this, look at it. It's so clear right. like from an outsider's point of view. It's like, uh, yeah. Well, yeah.
2: Well, and that's why you see that advisor too, right? Because that advisor knows where those strings are going, um, and has maybe a little, um, a little information from the college offices about, you know, what's coming up. Not all the information, but some of it. So, yeah.
0: Right. So I know in a previous episode, right, we kind of talked about our first experiences on BH. Mm. I was more of the "eh, wing it, we'll see what happens." <laughs> um, but I know that there's some students who come in as freshmen and they're like, "I need to know what I'm doing until." this, 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 and they plan out all seven semesters. Um, As an advisor, what are the pros and cons to overly planning versus, eh, we'll just pick them by by semester.
2: So um, everything about college is practice for life. And one of the things about life is that you can plan all you want but things um you have to prepare for things to not work the way you think they're going to work (laughs) yes exactly or you will be devastated all the time because things don't work the way you think you're going to work that doesn't mean you shouldn't plan you absolutely should plan because that allows you to think like, okay, what am I, what am I prepared to do, in in the future? Okay, I've, I'm I'm thinking I'm going to do this, so then I can also do this, right? Like you can organize your time better. You can try to figure out, um, you know, if I, if in the future I want to do this, I do want to take psych of religion or whatever mm-hmm. it is. Um, but at the same time, you have to, you can't get married to those plans, right? Um, And let me tell you, even when you do get married, your plans, they're not, they're not like, they're not absolute, yeah, Yeah. they're not absolute, they're not set in stone. And so when, um, when you make your plan, you have to also be willing to say, okay, so see you next semester advisor, um, when we will look at this again, and um, maybe you will have decided you know what, actually, I also want to add this minor, or um, I took a class with this professor, they were really interesting, I would like to do that again. Um, Your advisor is going to be able to help you kind of figure out when you can do those things. Um, But also, sometimes things don't work out with um, scheduling and that kind of thing. And that's, again, where your advisor comes in and says, okay, here's how you like, here's how you rearrange this
1: yeah i was really uh, <laughs> we were talking uh, about like classes filling up and everything and just for like a split second i felt fear because i was like <gasps> did i get my spring 2023 semester in? <laughs> yeah <laughs> <I felt fear. laughs> and, uh, and then i was like i i was it was like creepy it was just creeping and i was like right. did i get that in because uh i mean Jane would know i'm in there like when i go in there I'm trying to plan for at least one semester ahead, so I don't have to worry about that. Um, So when I came in and registered for this current semester, I also registered for next, uh, which means I will probably be very soon visiting you about fall 2023, but that's beside the point, whatever. (laughs) Um, Yeah, but I remember I was like, okay, I have spring 2023 registered and filled out because I was like, I have the email on my phone that can show me my current schedule right now. There you go. But that's another thing too, that I really like about registering is that when you register um, for a a semester's worth of classes, there's a little button uh, that is like, shows you like what it looks like on a day to day schedule. Right, And it's like, you can, and you ha- it's like two different ways. It's like, here's your block list of just what classes you have, and then here's like your day by day list and what times. and, yep. and that helps it you and, visualize it. Yeah, so having that visual, uh, that visualization is really cool because it's it kind of gives it, I think it kind of gives it a, a sense of tangibility, right? You know, because sometimes you can register, I think, and it's like, oh, cool, I mean, I'm registered and I'm in college, and that's sweet, and it doesn't really. You it doesn't until, snap, yeah, yeah. So to have that that visual nature to it, I think it really kind of solidifies it for a lot of people, right? And
0: a tip that I have had um, given to me, and it you it works really well for me is if you're struggling to kind of figure out what does your class schedule look like. If this is one of your first years in college, you're used to coming from high school where you go from you know eight to three, right? So. It's very different in college. And so time management is a skill that we get to learn and develop, hopefully. Um, And a great tip for that is to print out that list and then be able to plan out, okay, I have an hour for lunch. Let's make sure I don't, you know, if I need to go from this place to this place, make sure I schedule that in. So that's always a a great visual uh, aid for you. If you kind of struggle with time management, maybe print out your schedule and then plan out when you do homework and when you get to relax, so.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And Dawson, you know, as an ed major, that part of advising is also um, getting ready to apply to the School of Ed, or (laughs) the joy of that, or it's time management, like you're talking about. Like, there are folks in our office who, you know, I don't know if anyone's a an expert on time management necessarily, and it's kind of each person's game, right? But um, we have lots of options as far as okay, how what has worked for students in the past, um, and that's that's another reason that you see your advisor is is maybe um, you're struggling with something right. a little bit and. And maybe it's that you're in the wrong major, or maybe it's just that this is the toughest class in the in the major for you, um, and you weren't anticipating that. Um, and we find a way to work through it. But very often, the reason that students are struggling in class has nothing to do with the actual class. It's right. it's uh, it's a time management thing. It's uh, they're working too much. It's um, you know they've got some other things happening, and and. Um, maybe some health or some mental health issues going on and we can we can work through all of that stuff in the advising office.
0: Very cool. So we've asked you a lot of questions. Do you have any questions for us?
2: Yeah. So tell me about your advising experience. Has has it been successful? What should we do differently?
0: Ooh.
1: I would say mine has been incredibly successful. Because I mean I've talked about it a couple different times on the podcast so far in our existence, uh, and um, I think that without the approach that I've taken, where it's like at least one or two semesters ahead of time, I would be in shambles. I would I think I would have a a, a degree of panic that's there <laughs> that I don't necessarily think I need or would appreciate probably so, wouldn't be
2: very helpful yeah it wouldn't, it
1: wouldn't be very very helpful so i i just know i'm one of the people that that uh, appreciates having everything co- sort of planned out way ahead of time because i like that comfortable that comfortableness right that comes with knowing okay this year i'm going to do this next year i'm going to do this this semester i'm going to do this and so on and so forth um yeah so my my advising experience has been nothing short of amazing. It, I don't think really anything really jumps out at me that has to be changed. Sure. Although, I mean, you have brought up, you know, you're going to a different model. And I think the model um, that is proposed, I guess, um, would
0: work just as good as the current one does. So, yeah, I I've also had a good experience. I've had a very different experience. I know as a person myself, I like to try and do it myself. And then um, when I come in, it's really when, okay, um, help me, you know, the, the tower is tipping if we're using a Django <laughs> reference. So help me uh, kind of level this out. I know um, for me, I started as an honor student um, and then it was just not the right program for me, but I didn't officially claim that I was out of it. Sure. And so I still had that advisor. And then I knew that because I had that advisor, I didn't get like an official uh, kind of a professional sure. advisor. Um, and then I know that I had to just kind of recruit my own faculty of like, hey, I should probably have someone in psych to help me. And so I just kind of um, went to their office and say, hey, Do you know of anyone who's a good advisor he's like uh, I can do it and so it was a um, a quick email and so I I appreciate the system that is in place now Um, I think that's really good that students are assigned it and that's who they are like that's who their advisor is Um, so that way it's not faculty taking time out of doing their own personal research or Teaching. teaching or whatever they're doing to help students navigate what their future holds right right um and i'm also the the person of like well i don't even know if i will be you know at the time i didn't know if i'd be at bh in the next year right and so that was always when it was already a year ahead i always thought this like whoa we are really fast compared to you know high school when we would register in the summer for the next year so um i know that was adjustment but i think that i enjoyed kind of the there's always someone else to support us right so we can always lean back and have someone kind of help us with that advising role so yeah
2: well you're both very involved students which will um serve you well later on um what you know part of what we want to do is encourage students to be involved students which can be really tricky when students need to have a job and pay for things and also do their homework and so on and so forth so what can we do to encourage students to get involved um, besides you know know the organizations on campus and that kind of thing
0: i would say remember it's fun like It doesn't have to be all of this, like, oh, it's work. It can be fun. Um, If you, uh, I know that Jesse in the CELC or the student, you know, student engagement learning center, leadership center, excuse me, um, constantly wants new participation and um, new ideas coming in. So it could be as simple as, hey, let me go to some events, figure out what kind of events I like to go to, if that's sporting events, if that's, um, you know, movies for cab, whatever it is, you can still go figure out what you enjoy. Um, and then, you know, dip your toe in the water of like, okay, cool, 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 cool. I want to try and join an org, right? And so maybe it's you test out what org you like and where you think is the best fit. Because um, we're, we're always open for new people to join, right? And so it's not a thing of Well, you didn't start in the fall or right at the very beginning so you can't come in because that's my other thing that i want to say is um just because it's november does not mean we don't want new people to come try us out so um that's what i would say is just uh be easy on yourself right you don't need to do everything all at once the first semester you're here um It's also, college is supposed to be fun, too. Like, yes, you're learning and you're growing, but you're also supposed to be one of the better times in your life, so enjoy it.
1: Yeah, so one of the things, I guess, that kind of along those lines of getting people involved is the opportunities on campus are, they're kind of supplementary, in a sense. Um, Like, one thing, like the cab movies, for example, um, one thing can happen where it's like, Hey, I went and did this one thing and you'd be a really natural fit, I think, or so-and-so things for this other thing. So it's not necessarily saying you get involved in one thing, you are stuck with that one thing, and you have to do this thing and this thing by extension. No, it's very natural, I think. And it presents a lot of individual opportunities. So like the, the one, uh, well, one, opportunity one example i can think of is with night assisting uh, that recently started here on campus um, they had like 40 people sign up it was massively popular and um it i everybody that i talked to in thomas hall specifically i was telling them i was like hey you if you like night assisting you would be potentially a really nice natural fit for larger residence lifestyle because you're receiving the same practically the same training that we are minus some of the same scope Um, but you're essentially doing what we do and it would be not too far of a jump to to go from night assisting to being a full-time residence life staff member so that's what i've just been telling people as they've as they've kind of dipped their toes in the water so to speak and uh, I think it will eventually um, give us a whole new um, selection of, of willing individuals that want to do it. So,
0: And that is our sound for the ending of our episode. So today, to conclude, um, we want to recommend that you reach out to an advisor Tell them that you appreciate them and that you love them, Um, and thank you for listening.